welcome to I'm on my period piece. I'm Lindsay. I'm Molly. And we're the Sherman sisters. This week we watched The Eyes of Tammy Faye, which came out last year, 2021. Mm-hmm. Jessica Chastain and Andrew Garfield. But before we talk about the film, yeah. bitch, let's sync up. Please. What have you been up to? Consuming a lot of media. Of course. As per usual. As usual. Uh, Craig, who is my husband, um, and I went to uh, not one but two extended editions of uh, Lord of the Rings movies. We missed Fellowship of the Ring, which is a real bummer, but... Is that the first one? Yeah. Okay. But we caught Two Towers on Wednesday and uh, Return of the King on... Saturday, which was over. Is it like four hours? Both of them were over four hours. She, if you, over, over four hours. Yes. That's more I than think, two movies. I think all of them, the extended editions, are over four hours. Um, were you not bored out of your gourd? No, I was stoned out of my gourd. <laughs> and which made it more fun, It made I'm it sure. so much more fun. Um, yeah, the, well, if you stayed, because they had, like, Stephen Colbert led these, like, Zoom Q&A sessions with the cast. Oh, that's cute. Yes, and he had all his, like, cute stuff behind him because he's a major dork about it. Yeah. Um, So for the second one, uh, the interview was with Kate Blanchett and a few (gasps) other people. So I was tempted to stay, but (sighs) they added the Q&A to the runtime on the Drafthouse website, and the one on Saturday, if we had stayed for the Q&A, would have been over five hours. (laughs) I cannot live like this. No. I I don't know what what to tell you. What time did it start? Uh, it started at 3, so we left at, like, 7.30. Did you say y'all were the only two people in there? No, we were... That was on Wednesday. Pert near. Pert near. Yeah. Well, the girls don't love Lord of the Rings enough anymore, I guess. No one's committed to that. So no true fans. No no true Lord of the Rings fans, I noticed. Wow. Uh, Myself having not read the books yet. Well, I I mean, that's a big commitment. I'm excited to do it. Wow. Tolkien, what a dude. What a weirdo dude. What a weirdo, yeah. Um... Let's see, we finished the, uh, well, the Back to the Future series. Hell yeah. Enjoyed those. Those are Hell fun. Hell yeah. Those are good movies. Yeah. Um, we finished also just, you know, no worries. peak of their craft, you know. Zemeckis, babes. <laughs> that dude is camp. Yeah, truly. He made some fun shit. And Michael J. Fox. What a sweet part. The cutest little person. Yeah. Man. How's he, do- how's he doing? I mean, I think sort of steady state maybe okay like the last time i saw him i was like okay he's aging really well too very handsome man now very handsome spin city yeah love spin city we love fan favorite spin city um we finished the final seasons of pen 15 and search party both of which i would like to discuss with you oh absolutely um pen 15 how far into it are you i am in the grammy episode i think I think the grandmother just died. Okay. And then I had to pause. But um, I've been watching man. several of these in two installments. Yeah, same. But uh, they're not even that long. It's just like, for some reason, I just get caught. Maybe I'll watch like one and a half They or are longer this season than yeah. they were before. It's also weird that this is season two, two. part two. Yeah. Instead of season the, three. But it's the final season. I know. Ugh. Which I think is the right thing to do. It, totally. But man, that show is so good. It's so good. Pen Holy 15, shit. Those this, girls... This season, they were like, what emotional experiences do we really want to run people back through? Do you actually feel that it is, like, too intimate to view sometimes? Absolutely. Uh, But it's also interesting to see, like, what kinds of feelings are universal. Because Mm -hmm. I think, like, or not poverty, puberty is such, like, an isolating time. Like, you think... Oh, it's, like, mental hell. It's mental hell. Like, it's the worst part of life, I think. And it's you just feel like every thought that you think is, like so weird and like everything that you do is weird because you you're like I can't quite make myself be like the people that I want to be like I did not want to be witnessed in public absolutely and I feel like it was like if people saw me with my mom it'd be like shit now they know I'm soft and I have a mom (laughs) right (laughs) who cares about me took me to Dillard's I know it's so weird well because it's like all the tv we watched as kids were like if we watched it now, we'd be like, these teenagers' parents are negligent. Right. They are not paying attention. You know, mm-hmm. I haven't t- dipped a toe in euphoria. No, I, don't I think can't. that I'm I will. I'm do that. But I get it's like, so worked up yeah. on behalf of parents when I watch things now. Girl. Are you kidding me? Like, that's terrifying. Yeah. I mean, even watch, watching Pen 15, like, the way that Anna's parents oh are. Oh, my God. They, like, treat her like the adult in the room. 
about their divorce, it makes me want to fly through the TV and Absolutely. smack them. The, that little girl has too much responsibility. I was so stressed out for it. It was so sweet when she like unpacked her dad's stuff too. Like, I guess that kind of reminded me of you at that age because I felt like you were kind of performing adult tasks. Oh, absolutely. And I was like, does this bitch know she's 13? Classic <laughs> oldest child type beat, yeah. I feel. Like, yeah. I was like, I am capable. I am woman. You were doing like (laughs) stovetop like pudding. Yeah. 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 Capable. A single mom who works two jobs, who loves her kids and and never stops. But then I remember going to visit Erin's house when we first were becoming friends and her mom was like letting her, Miss Annette was letting her use a paring knife to cut like a nectarine or something. And I was like, you're allowed to use sharp knives? This was when I was in fifth grade. Mom had not let me use a sharp knife at all. Well, the good news is there probably wasn't one in that house. <laughs> yeah, mom and dad are famously not very good <laughs> at keeping knives not sharp. chefs. <laughs> they, but also just like their knife block is always like, well, let's take a gamble, girls. Like let's a credit see what- card, Shug. <laughs> Really? They, <laughs> no one a was getting piece stabbed of poster board. <laughs> Good <Yeah>. luck. <laughs> God. They were really better to sort of pry things open. That was their main <laughs> faculty. You could use it as a flathead screwdriver. <laughs> Would not be able to cut a potato with it, though, I remember I when I went to college and immediately spent all my money going out to eat. Mom and dad were like, where's your money going? You, were you not taught to cook? And I was like, I think that you know that I wasn't. <laughs> I don't have an oven with which to make myself right. a DiGiorno. I don't know my way around like the like nice kitchen at home. You think I'm going to be able to work a college kitchenette? Absolutely not. Do you know what I lived on in college? Um, well, goober grape sandwiches, famously. Mm. Same. Um, and then I would get those packets of like, mar- like mashed potato flakes, uh, like the flavored oh. ones, the oh. Idahoans. Yeah. And I'd... My main staple was that pampered chef, like, microwavable pan. Yeah, I know I'd make it. myself that a full packet. piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, that thing was so Shot ugly. full of BPAs or whatever. <laughs> but we would, I would make those, like, mashed potatoes and just eat that as a meal. Aaron used to do the same. And then I would uh, sometimes make myself ramen. Did you feel close to our potato Europe? Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. We're almost all potato Europe, aren't yeah. we? Wow. It's evident, I feel. Uh, yeah. On, on my own countenance. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite... The pale is that it's giving. Mm. Um, anyways, yeah, uh, not a not a great culinary time uh, being in college. But we were talking about puberty. Puberty is terrible due to Pen Fifteen. Yes, but anyways, I was gonna say I just think like the way that they universalize all those like weird, yeah, feelings of like I have just the biggest square peg. Yeah, you know. I asked Craig when we were watching it if there were like any moments that stuck out to him as like you remember being that way as a teen boy, and he was like, "Oh, I haven't thought about that." But yeah, I guess I'll think about it. And then like when we were watching the show, there's a point where Anna's boyfriend and his disgusting friend are just like beatboxing, is singing a song about drinking pee pee water. Oh my god! <laughs> he was like, "So that, that actually is what I would have done." Yeah, their little guy friend is so sweet. The one that, like, has Sam. a crush on Maya. Yes, I he's love He's a cutie him. patootie. Yeah, he's... You just keep watching. He's just so sweet. I mean, like, that just seems like a classic... Yeah. Sweet little boy archetype. The way that they... The set designers that yeah. managed to remember the 90s in the... I and guess costume it's designers. In 2000. Yeah. Um, yeah, costume designers. But I'm thinking about, like... Um, Becca's bat mitzvah. Yes. Like the footage that they showed, I remember they showed this kid with like a shaggy haircut yeah. and like a pink Abercrombie polo. Yeah. The atmospherics are absolutely perfect. It feels so lived in. Yeah. Like Anna's room with like the, the cloud three, sheets. The cloud sheets, but they're like three different mismatched brands of cloud sheets. Yes. Like the, you know, pillowcase was probably the Nick and Nora and mm-hmm. then there was like a knockoff. Oh my gosh, it's so sweet. Well, and all your like weird furniture that yeah. Like, you know, having, like, a tall dresser was a thing yeah. as a kid. Yes, yeah. Which is crazy, because that could just fully smush your kid. Absolutely. I'm shocked it never smushed me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we didn't have those any kind of buckle to the wall. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hope it's not no top-heavy, girl. kind of buckle. But you'll, but you'll learn. I bet you'll learn. Well, and then you had a kid like me who had, like, a small trampoline in her room right. on the second floor. And it's yeah. like, sure. I, Go for I'm it. shocked. I remember sitting on that tall boy like a gargoyle. Yeah. We were sort of allowed to spend a lot of room time. <laughs> you and I talked about this recently. We would just go to our room to sort of convalesce. <laughs> I did, like, whatever in there. Like, I I was a big playing dress-up girl, like, even into my 
high school years. Yeah. I would just, like, go sort of put outfits together, try on Luke's, you know, figure out how I was going to do my hair, all while watching, like, MTV, <laughs> listening to the Dixie Chicks, you know. I'd rearrange I, my room. I did paperwork, even alone. Man. I what made, kind of paperwork? I made up paperwork. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what was fun for that for you about that? I... I guess the power of being a bureaucrat. <laughs> wow. Okay. I always played work. Okay. I was not. Yeah. I was like. I, oh, that's I, sick. I Ew. was. <laughs> I was also doing lots of like choreo for a while there. You were girling. I was girling. I was like inventing new sports. <laughs> so you're the sports twin. I, that really was how it was. Yeah, really, it was. Yeah. Um, I guess I would be remiss not to use this opportunity to once again tattle on myself about the socks and rocks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Innovator, actually. I used to fill socks with, like, old quarters or batteries, tie them on either end of my Indian princess's walking stick. Oh, I thought it was the stick from an old plunger. Nope. Okay. No, that would have been more appropriate for, like, a curl, but I was uh, <laughs> benching. And She's basically doing prison workouts. I was doing prison <laughs> workouts alone in my room at, like, the age of five. <laughs> what? Man, what did you do in your room when you were in, like, high school? Well, you, you had a computer in your well, room Well, I played guitar a lot, too. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, the internet was there by then, so, like, MySpace. Yeah. But by the time I was in college, if we were all home... Actually, there was a lot of that in high school, too, where it'd be like... That you weren't allowed. (laughs) We're watching TV together. Get down here. You guys abused your time in solitary. (laughs) You don't get it back. Get back here and keep us company. (laughs) Boston Lingle's on. It's always some stupid-ass show like that. <laughs> what? Damages. And they insist it's so good every time. No, what was that one they watched that's so, that was so... Sh- burn Notice. Burn Notice. Oh yeah, I'll never God. forget Burn Notice. They blast that bitch on, like, so like a million decibels. <laughs> Blow the bitch out. <laughs> Couldn't hear for not. Couldn't do homework if I wanted to. <laughs> It was never quiet moment it was in the house. not a quiet moment. Man. man. They would do it late in the night. <laughs> sort of a loud house to grow up in. Oh, oh my god. Okay, one last thing and then I will um, pass By the way, to- mom and dad invented binge watching. I they have did, to say. They did. I they remember thinking like, there's the something space. sick and wrong with our family. We <laughs> wait till the DVDs come out and then we spin benders. <laughs> They'd be up to like three in the morning. It was disgusting. <laughs> that wasn't right. <laughs> um, people shouldn't live that way, etc. Uh, we finished Search Party, which mm-hmm, Craig mm-hmm. had watched season one and didn't watch anything in between until wow. near the end of season four, five. Did he like season five? He was laughing so hard. I knew and that that I was because. Lindsay and Bobby on Who Weekly today mm-hmm. were talking about how you either loved season four and were disappointed by season five, or you were meh on season four and then you thought season five was hilarious. I liked them all. I thought I was about to say I thought four and five are two of my favorites. Yeah, because I love every season of they, the show. I mean, the Cola Scola thing was so deranged. Out of who came up with this? It was so but funny. It's, it's so goofy, and like they were talking to about like the way that. It, the whole thing has just sort of been Dory in her narcissism gradually, like, raising their profile. Yeah. And oh, that's raising the stakes, you know? Uh-huh. But, God, and John I mean, Early on that program. Spoilers for season five, but it, and this is hilarious yeah. if you think about it from if watching episode one of season one not knowing where it's going to go. Oh, yeah. Like, it ends with a quite literal zombie apocalypse that Dory starts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... That, okay, so the things that killed me from it were when they take refuge in the play skate area, and the guy goes, I'm in the mafia. Why lie? <laughs> Why lie? Oh, I thought you were talking about when they were taking refuge, refuge underneath Licorice, what was Licorice Montague's oh, bunker. That which name really Chantel, is hilarious. With Chantel, and um, Elliot finds a girl he knew, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, let's, let's get coffee after this. Like, bitch, it's the zombie apocalypse. I keep thinking about them saying that... New York has 13,000 people and LA has 11 because I was like oh that's so bleak oh, oh that's so, so sick dark. I know oh that was dark um god yeah I, yeah they were like they, Bobby and Lindsay were like it's so 
it, what once may have been like a subtle kind of like goofy funhouse mirror version of millennial like millennial culture mm-hmm. has become like super blown out of proportion and like they're not being subtle. Yeah, it's like you know these narcissistic Brooklyn kids. Yeah, start doing like looking for a girl that they sort of knew because they were bored and then like yada 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 and then it the zombie apocalypse murder but the four of them are going to keep doing what they were doing <laughs> like the outfits no problem <laughs> the same thing all the way through they never change when when mark turned into the zombie too <laughs> yes you guys couldn't include me man that really that got me good Man, I keep what forgetting. A good the Gersh Montague really was a very funny what name. What a name. Oh, we were like Dr. Carpet too. <laughs> we were like screaming laughing at um Hot Baby, the the hot sauce for babies. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, Chantal's brother-in-law is so disgusting. He's a I think he's like a regular on the Chris Gathard show so Craig loves him. Um what a what a program. What a damn program. Anyway, that's uh that's Entertainment tonight show. for Molly Sherman hey, over hey. here. How, what have you been up to? Oh, God. Um, well, you know, just as usual, watching content. Mm-hmm. Parker and I watched The Last Duel on oh, Friday night. Oh, how was that? You know. Not Par- a kung fu movie. No. Parker, oh my gosh, thought it was a samurai movie. Until I corrected him. I was like, no, girl, it's medieval France. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> But by the law of verbal traps, you've already committed to watching it with me, so sorry. The mullet on Damon. Very goofy. Um, It fit his character's sort of whole thing. Okay. Um, Adam Driver, I'll let you guess what his hair length was. Got it. Always the same. To hide the ears. I think that's what it must be. It's to hide the ears. Um, And... Ben Affleck, an actual joy on the screen. He's in a this good one. actor. The, do- He's, the dolls I, do I, forget. That's what I told Parker. I said, I always forget because his personal life is such a circus. That he's a really good actor. That he's such a good actor. Really good writer. Actually, really good director. Yeah. Well, he and Matt Damon, I think, wrote this with Nicole Holof Center. What do I know that name? I don't know, uh, but I know it as well. Um, let me look it up. Anyways, it was... I will say that, the again, the atmospherics of it were um lovely mm-hmm. i loved like the the interiors that the house like the house and the countryside and costumes were gorgeous but it's just very oh she directed enough said mm, unfamiliar um and then she wrote oh can you ever forgive me yep yeah okay that was a that was a good movie a very good movie that we covered in the pod yes yeah um Anyways, I mean, it was, like, the acting was all, like, fine. It was a little weird. They didn't... It's set in France, but you know how people don't do a French accent, because that's tedious to the ear. them? Right. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> you know, it's, like, it hard to listen to it. It is tedious to the ear. And, um, and it's hard to get it uniform. Like, I feel like people are always kind of doing off-the-wall like, things with French accents. You never need to hedge if you want to be just a little bit of, like, a francophobe with me. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that they, it's a beautiful spoken language, but when uh-huh. people do, like, the French accent, it's just, stop. You know? It's just... It feels actually really gross and hammy. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So instead, they opted not to do the traditional thing, which is we're going to be British now, and they just sort of all no, had this American? weird, like almost like affected, affected American. Like it was very like, but the king said that I, and it's like, but not Mid Atlantic either. It's just, it's like they were sort of like a quarter of the way on the dial between American accent to British accent. So to make everything about Lord of the Rings. Um, right. That's sort of what Viggo Mortensen does in Lord of the Rings, but he has this, like, really flat nasal affect that he adds to it as well. And he hmm. was like, no, it's intentional. That's how people from Gondor sound. But I heard other people in Minas Tirith, and they didn't sound <laughs> like that girl. <laughs> so anyway, we all think you're a real faker. Um... We've all been talking Vigo Mortensen, and while your uh, performance was outstanding, otherwise, we think you're fake. And that accent was not authentic just to wasn't. the fictional Shire or whatever. It's not the Shire, Lindsay. Girl, I don't know. <laughs> um, anyways, we, I mean, Parker, I think, was less into the movie than I was. I wasn't, like, into it, into it, but Jodie Comer, my God, my God. Good face. Excellent face. <laughs> What's the Megan the Stallion 
the it, uh, big titties, little waist, nice face. I don't know how it goes, but... <clears throat> and I wish I knew it, because I would yeah. love to just rattle it off from Jodie yes. Comer. Yeah, she's she's a 10. Yeah, that's she's a dime a, girl. a 12, actually. Mm-hmm. She's bitch. She does just charm on screen, yes, too. Yeah, yeah, you totally. Know? Got that little something. Yeah, she does. She has a... She, not her French accent, I find impeccable. Is Villanelle French? Yeah. No, she's Russian, isn't she? She Trapped. is Russian. <laughs> she is Russian, but doesn't she do a French accent? I'm sure she does, because she's like a spy. Yeah. Wow, I forgot she was... Hmm. <laughs> By the law of verbal traps, you got me. I guess I'm really you rusty on the show. like, coded like that on a TV show and not have them be a ruski. Oh, and you know, so the woman that played Dasha on Killing Eve, who was also Caroline on Succession. Yes. She's like... Showing up more and more in the sort of classic flinty British bitch characters. Mm, she love was them. also in The Last Duel with okay. Jodie Comer. Okay, work. Love to see coworkers working together again. Mm-hmm. That speaks highly of the relationship. <laughs> and I've always said <laughs> and this. And I've always said this. Anyway, should we talk about killing, yeah. killing Tammy Faye? Killing Tammy Faye. <laughs> the eyes of Tammy Faye. Wow. The book by me. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Uh, yeah, I would love to. Um, Boy, I liked this movie. I had the best time with this movie. I and sat down to watch bits and pieces of it again just to refresh my memory last mm-hmm. night and just slam the whole thing. I love when a movie gets about a 6.4 yeah. on IMDb. Yeah. <laughs> and I can go into it being like, might be good, might be bad. Right. And then I get to sort of swing into the simple bitch yeah. demo that thought it was incredible. Right. You know? Right. Like, I love when that happens. The nines bringing it up from the twos. Yeah. 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 I... I thought it was great. It's yeah. not like an Oscar movie necessarily, but No, but definitely one that I will happily watch the last five minutes of before drag race for the next fifteen years. <laughs> oh my god, you're wow, trend forecast. Yeah. Oh it's Absolutely. gonna be Absolutely it's, it's gonna be I would the love new to watch it on like an airplane. Uh-huh. At the it's boys' house is a great place to a watch it. A great that. place to watch it. Really, oh, anytime at all. It's a pretty no no worries. I, I mean it I is watch it again. there's worries, there's stakes. There's there concerns. Are, but the movie somehow underplays yeah, a lot of the, the actual situation. The Warcraft that was going on there. Yeah. God. And it underplays it in favor for like the Yeah. The happier moments, I would say. Totally. Yeah. I um I felt very compelled by Jessica Chastain's performance in this. Oh, I did too. Like the sunny you know, like, uh-huh. she, she's like a sweetheart, it seems, you know? Yes. Like, just truly, maybe, like, being intentionally stupid about some things. Well, definitely. But, like... Yeah, you could read Tammy Faye's energy all over that performance. Yes, absolutely. Just, like, from the, the clips that I've seen. But, man... I wouldn't mind her getting... She's She'll probably get nominated. I hope so. Yeah. This was just, like... This is Michael Showalter, right? I think so. The man... We no, confirm that. He knows camp, I feel. He does. And he was, it was deftly applied in this. Because well, it's tricky, like, Tammy Faye as a character is very campy. But, like, getting at... The actual her, definition, truly. Like, right, yeah. But getting at, like, the... Like, portraying that and doing it in a way that's, like... Yeah, the humanity behind it. Yeah, and, like, yeah. not cringy. I don't know. It just, it was, like, it felt... Sweet and not like it was making fun of her. Yeah. You know? I guess we should discuss the era that this is mostly set mm-hmm. in. I think it starts, like, what, in the 40s when she's a kid? Yeah. And then goes into the 80s. Yeah. Um, what a time. What a time. Okay, first of all, I don't know why in my mind I'm like, no, evangelicals aren't from the Midwest. They're from the South. I They're always, a Southern export. I And I assume that Tammy Faye is Because she's southern. canonically Southern. But she's not, though, right? She's not. I mean, they lived for a decent time in Virginia and yeah. in South Carolina. I barely consider Virginia the South. I, that's, that's maybe a toxic trait about me, too, is that I, I kind of don't. I'm like, it's half your state's D.C. and D.C. suburbs. Yeah. Get out of here with that. But I bet that's pretty painful for half of Virginia to admit. Yeah. You know? Probably. 
It's a whole, yeah, I don't know what's going on over there. Yeah. You know? I think one of mom's aunts was from Virginia, like, by marriage or whatever. And so that oh, you should aunt, have a lot of people from there. That aunt and uncle moved to Virginia, but she was like, yeah, that side of the family, that's the Virginia cousins. It's like, like they were a different breed. Yeah. Well, I feel like there's, I guess there's, there's just a lot around. of, like, society in Virginia, isn't there? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. A lot of rich bitches in Virginia. I They seem like the kind that I would want to, like, in my heart of hearts, I would want to be friends with. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Blue, blue-blooded types. Yeah. yeah I want them sure. to like me, for oh, sure. Oh, absolutely. Um, okay, so... Definitely, I kept forgetting that they were Midwestern. She's from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And, like, well, they, northern, northern, northern Minnesota. Yeah. At that point, it's kind of an um, horseshoe effect where you're from the South again. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, that's definitely. Like the, you're from South Canada. That's the Shania Twain <laughs> type. naturalization law. Yeah, absolutely. Happened. It's a rolling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a wheel. Just everyone in the middle... You're, you guys are not cool. <laughs> not you, not you. <laughs> not you, not you. Oklahoma, people sometimes say it's the Midwest. Do you think, do you feel this way? Or do you think it is the South? Oklahoma is a big old nothing to me. Okay, so you just don't register. I just don't. It's, <laughs> There's some... it's just sort of a non-place as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I don't think about it at all. A weird buffer zone, a DMZ, if you will. Yes. Except I think it's highly M'd. I've often said that I think Oklahoma is just like the DMZ. <laughs> it's a deeply militarized zone, yes. in fact. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Anyways. They can gamble there. Yeah. Is it worth it? Mm-hmm. Um, um, anyway, so Tammy Faye, yeah, she's from Minnesota. Her mom's Cherry Jones in this film. I loved Cherry Jones I, in this film. I always love Cherry Jones. Yeah, something we do, about me. <laughs> we do ride for her. We ride for Cherry Jones. Yeah, it's I, just I don't really like, have a reason. No, me neither. Sometimes you, they choose you. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think it's because she feels like our kindergarten teacher. Yeah. Oh yeah. Think about it. Definitely. <laughs> but she's like one of those people, if, if she's in a movie and I didn't know she was going to be in it, I'd hit you on the leg. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the same. theater. Yeah. yeah. And I had forgotten that she was in this until I rewatched it last night. And I was like, how did I forget that Cherry Jones is her mom? Yeah. She disappears into the role, though. Honestly. She's like classic old bitch in this movie. I felt like I knew her. I've met her. And it's like. She's well, Granny Sherman. You know, well, he, she might not show it, but she does love yep. you. Yeah. <laughs> So she's like a very unpleasable mother. Tammy Faye was from a previous marriage. And so apparently they had some struggles financially. Her mom remarried, but like is embarrassed of like her child from a previous marriage. So Tammy Faye is like not allowed to go to church, but there's a revival. And oh, her mom does, she plays the piano in the church. So she goes, sneaks out, hears the revival and it's like, yes, blah, 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 and starts speaking in tongues. Does her little glossolalia. Oh yeah, there you Mm go. Passes out, pisses her pants. Everyone's like, this, this rules. <laughs> this kid really had an experience with the divine because she pissed her pants. She really did piss her pants. Yeah. And then, so she's, you know, <laughs> saved. But they're, they're like. It's a shocking thing to see on screen, don't <laughs> you feel? <laughs> I know. But they're like very, um, very, 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 what's well, charismatic. Yeah. That's the important thing to know. They're assemblies of God. Okay. Yeah. Which I don't, I'm not I don't, very familiar with that. No, I know. And part of me is like, maybe I should learn all the differences between these like smaller yeah denominations um, that are you know popular in America. But I'm. It's just weird just again that they're not Southern Baptist. I isn't that nuts? I know because it feels like everything has been like overtaken by Southern Baptist. In our sphere, it would seem that well, way. Well, just like I'm all just evangelicalism is so. Yeah. It has gradually, oh, like... It had a lot of cultural purchase for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. It's got a lot of money, I guess. I guess. I really would love to know more about how that came to be. Yeah. Well, Jesus and John Wayne's a great place to start. Okay. I'll look into There's it. There's some characters that are in this film. Oh, yeah. Play a real big role in that. Like a yeah. Jerry Falwell types. That dude was joyless, dude. Terrible. Vincent okay. D'Onofrio, though. I love him. I love... I love how much fun he had doing this. Yeah. It was a drag uh, Oh, yeah, character. he sucked. No, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was like, uh, it was giving drag queen. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was very big. I see what you mean. Yeah, like you'd be like, uh, Jerry yeah. and Tammy. Yeah. Like you like added a little. Yes. Yeah. He was thing. having fun. But I bet Michael fun. Showalter said, go ahead. You know what? Go bigger. Go for it. Yeah. Um, so Tammy Faye meets, she's got the glamour gene. Uh-huh. She's One thing you can makeup. say about her, she wears makeup. 
Yeah, at Divinity School, which I guess mm-hmm. is perhaps not the vibe for I them. I guess not, but she was like, I hide it under a bushel. No, I'm going to let it shine. Um, so they are a bunch of weirdos, definitely on the same wavelength. They meet in a Bible class. They're definitely big into prosperity type by gospel where mm-hmm. he's like, God doesn't want you to be poor. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. And so they fall in love and end up having to drop out of divinity school because they want to get married, like, right away. Um, classic, can't have sex till you're married evangelicalism. Oh, yeah, they show them, like, we like can't. making we can't. out and then, like, just stopping themselves. And it's like, whoo, there's a huge swath of the country that's not going to understand that at all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? like, and then there's some people where it's, like, triggered. You yeah, know? Like, no, we're not supposed to talk about that. <laughs> right. That's our embarrassment. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so it was very, uh, it was very funny to witness um, on the screen. But, uh Anyways, they get married. They go back to her mom's house, and her mom is like, you did what? <laughs> so um, Jim way over leverages their no dollars and yeah. gets them a car that they in no way can afford. And he's kind of like, God, you God's know what? got the credit card bill. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Very scary way to start a marriage, that. I agree. Uh, it's a very fancy car. And so they go on the road to preach the word of God, and she has the most haunted-looking pig puppet. Oh my that you've god! Ever seen. Yes, um, I forgot that. And <laughs> she does like a puppet show. I would say a supplemental piece of media to enjoy this with is the Manger Babies episode of King of the Hill. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! If you'd god. like to learn more about this culture, check out the links in our resource page. <laughs> Which we have not actually no, ever updated. Never, but, but just go watch that episode of King of the Hill. Man, Brittany Murphy. Yep. Rest in peace, girl. Um, I also, speaking of Brittany Murphy, I'm just looking over your shoulder. I got a book about Amy Winehouse like a week mm-hmm. or two ago. They both feel like cousins. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I Kin. love Amy. I love Amy. I love she Brittany was an Murphy. actual star. Star. Like, they don't make them like they that. They don't make them like that mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. That was a character. Yeah. God, I love her. I'm having a real moment about her lately. I think it was because she just, like, God, she was really one of the last public figures that felt uh, authentic. Yeah. Boy, that's so true. Yeah. Man, I love Amy Winehouse. I do, too. (laughs) Welcome back to us talking about Amy Winehouse. We've probably done it many, many times, but God, I miss you, girl. So just think about that guy telling her he was an Aquarius and her going, guy boy. Guy boy. (laughs) Amy, do you think of yourself as a sex symbol? Only to the gays. <laughs> Incredible. I love her. I love her. Um, uh, okay, so what was I saying? Oh, they go on the road. Uh, they wake up one morning at their little motel, and they're like, whoopsie-doosies. Yeah. Our car got impounded. Well, and he makes a real stink here. Yeah. Like, so he's like, I know that I paid it. I, like, you know that. I, I think I did. Oh, Bad God acting. damn me. <laughs> what if I didn't? Andrew Garfield's accent. I feel now is a good time to sort of talk mm. about that Jim Baker voice. It Spotty. is the doofiest thing you've <laughs> ever heard. But, like, Jim Baker talks very doofily as well. It was just funny to see Jim Andrew Baker. Garfield, who has been a Spider-Man. He's been a superhero yeah. recently. Yeah. And then he's playing this doofy ass. I feel like, did they give... Like they they like fill both of their cheeks out from the oh, beginning. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he ha- was wearing like a cheek. Hers were right? pronounced by the end. Yeah, that was that was sort of grotesque, really. What it they really, did, it's like faces. body horror. <laughs> yeah, it really is. But um, you can't not do. I mean, if you look at a picture of Jim no, Baker, it's not. They both are. They're cheek prominent people. Well, and and as far as the aesthetic, like the movie may have actually been kind. Oh, it was extremely kind. I mean, obviously, you're starting with Jessica Chastain under the prosthetics, but, like, the way they did her makeup looks so clunish when you first see it oh on the screen. God. But then it's like... And then they take you back and boil that frog till you're you kind of used to her doing it. actually see Tammy Faye, it's like, that's how she looks. That's literally... That's what they, the look was. They underplayed it still. Because yeah. if you saw her in person, it would have to be, like, just, I mean, like, cakey, cakey, cakey makeup, you know? Yeah. Like, this is sort of was, like, skin textured, but just, like, the wrong color, you know? Yeah. Like, it looked like heavy makeup, Hers but... Hers was, like, perhaps more Tudor-era kind of makeup yeah. application. It was definitely, like, a kabuki-type <laughs> deal. 
Like, how did that happen? I don't know. Well, by tiny gradations every day, you know, <laughs> you start with one day, I might add a little bit more mascara today, and then 10 years later, you've got spider lashes. God, that's so scary. Using an entire that's... bottle of Great Lash every single day. I'm scared because I feel like we all have that vulnerability. <laughs> Left unchecked. Are that like... is a word I would use to describe Tammy Faye. Very vulnerable, yeah. I feel. Yeah. And, you know, she's like, they do sort of, she's like, well, everybody likes to look their best, you know? Yeah. Like, just, she's just, just yeah, very... I know I look different, but... Well, I like it. That's what I like. (laughs) She's got, she reminds me of Granny. They're in the same collection. They are from the same collection. She's more, um, unlawful good than Granny. Granny is unlawful evil. Yeah. Is that unlawful? Is that what it is? Lawful, neutral, and evil. Yeah. And then it's, what's the other axis? Look it up. Look it up. (laughs) Chaotic. Chaotic. And, like, <laughs> lawful. It's not lawful, though. I think Chaotic, I... neutral. Hold on. Good, chaotic, good. No, God. it's just, okay, so it's cha- lawful to chaotic and then good to evil. So you could okay. be lawful evil, yeah. chaotic evil. Yeah. So, so she's I think more Tammy's lawful law- evil than Granny. Yes. I don't see her no, as no, evil. No, not lawful evil. She's chaotic, good. The granny. Yeah, I guess. And granny's just chaotic evil. <laughs> yeah, I chaotic, would say. chaotic good. Is They're what I was on the same say. side. Okay, of yes. The, of the chaotic to lawful. <laughs> so it's not unlawful. It's just chaotic. <laughs> there it is. Okay, you got it, girl. <laughs> I knew you'd get there. <laughs> Woo. Oh my god! I know there's somebody listening to this. <laughs> this is it. I'm done with these bitches. You cannot imagine. <laughs> it is our last two brain cells just walked into like an Amazon <laughs> warehouse and they can't even find each other. <laughs> bitches in there playing Marco Polo. <laughs> We're trying so hard. <laughs> oh boy, that's that's correct. That's about where things are at the moment. Um, okay, so Tammy Faye... They get pregnant. Oh, no. Sorry. Their car gets taken. Uh-huh. They meet a guy in the parking lot who's like, I saw you guys at the little revival tent last night. My um, boss at the local TV station. It was CBN. Would probably love you. And it's Pat Robertson. Yes. CBN. He had just been watching Pat Robertson on TV and mm-hmm. like his television skills. Mm-hmm. Um, they accurately cast this because I, as much as I hate to give this man any propers, he's a good looking man when he was younger. Yeah, it was average, I would, I would say, say. It was, like, very telegenic for a pastor to yeah, look that good. probably. Um, for sure. So, they get linked up. CBN starts to grow like crazy. Meanwhile, Jim and Tammy are having a baby. Yeah. So, Jim's like, well, you better get off the screen now. Yeah. Yeah. You, you Let her be a star, Jim. I hate him. He is a hater. He's a hater. Yeah, but they do it. The thing with that movie, too, is that you don't realize how shitty Jim is until it's too late. Like, you kind of fall in love with him through her. Yeah, you're like, oh, he's sweet. Like, they're they're a sweet couple. And, like, they definitely, at the beginning, like, seemed like they were very on the same wavelength. But then it's just... Yeah, like, when she gave him that pep talk about Jerry Falwell. Yes. Okay, yeah. yeah, So they go to this party at Pat Robertson's house. Is it Pat's house? Yes, I think so. And, um... Jerry Falwell is at the party, and so Jim is, like, having to sit with the old boys club, and at lunchtime, when everyone's sitting down, they're all sitting together on, like, the porch, and instead of sitting with the wives, she goes and sits next to Jim because she wants to be part of the conversation, Mm -hmm. and they have Jerry Falwell, you know, just on his classic, like, oh, the world's going to hell. Right. Bullshit. And, uh... God has a voice in this fight. They're talking about Republican politics. And she goes, who is he fighting? And he goes, the liberal agenda, the feminist agenda, the homosexual agenda. It's time for a reversal of these trends. Our only hope for saving America. And she says, I love my country, but America is for them too. And yeah, then I liked that. That was really sweet. And she goes, oh, I don't want to debate you, Jerry. I love you. I love all of you guys. It's so sweet. I know. When she called him Jerry when she first met him and he goes, uh, Dr. Fal- Falwell will do. 
That was nasty behavior, Asshole. and it reminded me of people. I'll say, uh, yeah, I, there's there are a people, people that, have... that come to my mind. Yep, for sure. Um, One of the worst kind of people. Yeah, Jerry Falwell. Disgusting. I love that Tammy. Whole, Tammy's whole thing is like, oh, I'm not really gonna make a stink about any of this. No, that doesn't but matter. You guys are sort of being silly. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. like, and then so when she goes, Jerry, or sorry, Jim comes to scold her for like. I don't know, not being sufficiently kiss-assy. And she's like, we can do this. We can build our own network. And, I mean, like, she the, po- like the bitch had the right instinct. But she says something like, um, I'm not in the business of telling people who is and isn't going to hell. I'm in the business of healing people. Which I think is sweet. I mean, I think that's why they quickly outstripped CBN yes. for viewership. Because they were just generally pretty positive. And, like, sweet, yeah. So they show, like... A couple years later, they've they have launched their own network, a competitor to CBN. They like were early investors in satellite technology, so oh boy, and the goofiest graphics. I hope that was really what they showed. Oh my gosh, I had it had me wanting to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, what was their network called? PTL. Uh, the PTL. Praise the Lord. I remember the PTL a little I bit. I don't know if I do. I remember the Catholic network in College Station. Yes, because we didn't have that in our hometown because there no. weren't a sufficient amount of <laughs> there wasn't a, There wasn't enough of a critical mass. Right. They were there, but it they wasn't a critical right. mass. Um, they had their critical I lo- masses. Ah! <laughs> I loved that Catholic channel in College Station. Yeah, it had some chic shit on it sometimes. It really did. It felt very, like, um, Russian. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They would have, like, like a documentary Uh every once in a while about, like, church history. Catholicism is a very beautiful tradition, I find. Well, Craig was laughing because he was like, um, more people are converting to Catholicism lately. Interesting. Yeah. He was like, why, like, people who aren't born into it want to join it? And I was like, well, let me give you, like, a brief argument for why. Like, y'all's buildings are beautiful. Yeah. And, like, you have cool old traditions. Yeah, and, like, it's, like, a cool, I don't know, like, knowing the different motions to go through and the different prayers yeah. that you have to pray and stuff and just sort of, like, not having to be taught that as an adult just seems very chic. Yeah, and also, like, saints are fun. Very cool thing to very do. Very cool thing to do, I think. Man. Yeah. Um, but all this to say, the bakers are doing kind of, like, a classic modern evangelical thing i mean you can you can see their influence far and wide absolutely absolutely like you realize you really do just catch a bigger audience when you're it's a joel osteen type of a deal yes which i i wonder like if even before she was maybe like explicitly um humanizing gay people if like gay southerners seem to like them more you know because they never preached right against it right exactly they were more just like god loves you yeah. He really, really does. He, that was a good sign-off. cute sign-off. Yeah. I loved it. So Tammy, like, that, the network's growing like crazy. Yeah. Tammy walks in on, like, a weird moment. Yeah. A with, real weird. Well, first of all, I did have to say this was early 80s Christmas. Oh, and yes. They, <laughs> they have her. We skipped, we skipped the, her mom comes to visit. Mm-hmm. So her mom shows up and is in the audience on the day that she has a guy they're talking about penile implants and she's like using the little pump and she's like well I just think that's terrific and then she's like I have a special guest in the audience today it's my mom oh that really did kill me very the silly that. her mom's face like <laughs> she's so come pissed. on man <laughs> so they get they take her stepdad seems really cool yeah like a chill dude just a pretty nice guy huh? so she takes her mom and stepdad to the compound that they are living on oh yeah and apparently on this compound is not only their mansion but also like their little like special home for kids with special needs and like a, mm-hmm. um they had like a teen mom refuge like it seems like they were yeah. actually like really helping people yeah um, and her mom is like, who is paying for all of this? And she's like, our partners. Honestly, their program is just continually asking people to give money. Yeah. Nonstop. All the damned time. The, it's crazy. And like, I mean, remember like, like rock songs used to like release like slag off televangelists. Yeah. Cause like that used to be the chief like cultural but crisis of the time. absolute grift. It's nuts. It's so They're crazy. They're on TV. You don't even go to it's a almost, church together. And it's you, sort of like the selling of indulgences type deal where it's like. Yeah. This, the tale is old as time, this really. This will help you get closer to God. Yeah. 
your discipline will show God that you're ready for more money. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty, pretty messed up. <laughs> pretty messed up. But the weird thing about it is, it's just like, I, guess, I don't know if it was for people who lived in truly remote places or something, but it's like, if you're going to be inclined to give that money, just go your ass to church. Right. <laughs> truly. It's, but I guess if you're watching it, you're like, well, I do like them. Yeah. And I, I wonder how much people were actually giving. Like, if there were... I'm sure there were probably all kinds of human interest stories on local news in the 90s about... Yeah. This old man gave $17,000 last year. But I wonder if it was mostly, like, $5, like, donations. But they just had so many viewers because of the satellites. Probably. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, I guess that they... You know, <clears throat> people in, like, my, you know, minority Christian countries. Right. You know. Yeah. I can yeah. see them watching that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like pretty anodyne yeah. TV. Um, their bedroom stresses me the Oh my hell God, thank out. you for saying so. When your bed doesn't back up to the wall, I I'm like, so you it. just want to die, huh? <laughs> I hate it. Like, I don't think I could sleep. No. That doesn't feel correct. It's wrong. And then they have like a mirrored wall, like two feet away from her on one side of the bed. And then they're like weird floating, like, nightstands too so there's like four sides that shit can fall off oh my god you know Ugh. i hated it oh i hated it that, um the the constant presence of a diet coke with a straw that's i, I they, caught it i knew that it saw you i love i felt seen by that um she's like trying to connect with jim because she's like we said we were gonna try to have another baby and he's he says talk to god i'm busy basically like can you just talk to god i'm busy you're yeah. not about to talk to me that way. No, and he's not going to talk like to my homegirl like that either. <laughs> Terrible. So she starts recording one of the worst songs I've ever <laughs> heard in my entire life. All the music was up. You're just on the way for a miracle. It was like on the edge of a miracle. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> she starts flirting with her producer. Such an odious song. Michael Showalter, this I felt was very goofy, campy writing. Yes. He's like, um, I haven't been this excited about a new track from a new artist since I recorded Monster Mash. And oh like, gosh. sure enough, that's the the guy that did her album was fame. His only other claim to fame was Monster Mash. No. So I'm sure that like when they were writing the script, they were like, that would be a funny detail to include in the first line I that comes out of this I man's mouth. I would have been infuriated if they hadn't. It's very silly. And that so, is very but silly. They make him kind of hunky and like yes. rugged, especially compared to Jim's. Jim's kind of got a little. Jim's a very soft man. <laughs> he's got a little sugar in his tea. I feel. Well, th they they. It, I it comes up later. The movie didn't commit to. It's like insisting one way or the other. Yeah, like so she uh well we're getting close to the point where she overhears something pretty unchill. So she's recording, this guy comes and he's like flirting with her, hitting on her, and Jim's like, Tammy, you're not quite ready for the camera and we have to make four hundred K today, babe. Yeah. Which they is crazy. They had quotas. They had quotas. And then she um just stays and flirts for another 90 seconds. She sure does. So <laughs> It was brazen. When they turned the camera on, Tammy Faye, who has just moments before been flirting, being real cute, real giggly, she has the most grave look on her face while Jim talks to the audience like, the liberal media hates us oh my for gosh. our blue jeans. <laughs> they they, they hate, hate us for our blue jeans. <laughs> Um, he's like he's drinking an ice cold, delicious Dr. Pepper. <laughs> and I know, shouldn't be drinking all that sugar. Guilty as charged. <laughs> Caleb Heron on TikTok, y'all. Just go, go enjoy. Um, anyways, so the he's like, we really need you guys to commit to help us fight this legal fight, whatever. Oh, well, this because there was like an allegation that they were misappropriating funds yes, that he was trying to get ahead of. Yeah, and yeah. Um, Tammy Faye's mom is like, you're in the paper again. Is any of this true? And she's like, no, you know, just they just hate us because we're spreading the word of God. Yeah. So, anyways, um, Tammy Faye takes her mom shopping for furs or, like, gives her mom a fur. And she's like, um, why are you so unwilling to accept the love that God has for you? Like, this, this, this fur came this, from... This, like, $12,000 coat. Came from not great. Not great. Not, not great, great sources. Yep. Um, so she walks up 
and overhears Jim and some of their coworkers laughing at her expense. They're yeah, and they're also like weirdly palling around that I think uh, some some roughhousing like, handler. Felt, yeah, that felt very sexual. Yeah. Hmm. I thought that was Mhm. They lingered on that for a moment. Yes. And then there's a scene where um okay, I don't even remember the order of it, but so you may, maybe have to guide me to this. Oh, so she's pregnant at this point. Yeah. And they're making fun of her, and she's like, this is some bullshit. So a few months later, she's very, very pregnant. She's having a little jam sesh with the handsome producer, singing He Touched Me. Oh, boy. Very on the nose and very silly to me. Yeah. And then they start dry humping. Yep. And she goes into labor. Her water breaks. On his crotch, which is the thing that, like, happens in TV and movies so much, mm-hmm. but most women's water doesn't break, Yeah, like, at the beginning of labor. It's usually sort of after you've already been They would always act laboring. like it was, like, a water balloon that was just going to go off in your yeah. pants at any time. Yeah. I know. Mine never burst on its own. It's either funny time. because, like, I think of, like, water bursting as such an 80s uh, yes. trope. Yeah. But, like, 30 years before that, you couldn't show a pregnant woman on television. I know. Isn't that so goofy? And they were like, let's escalate this timeline so quickly that we have to make her piss her pants <laughs> <laughs> on screen every Just, time so that you know that she's, that having, she's a having a baby. Oh, my God. Everyone's going to be familiar with the breathing. Yeah. We need, what was it? We need hot water and towels. <laughs> we all sort of knew how to deliver a baby. I in know a pitch. how to deliver a baby. <laughs> if need be. I just need some hot water and towels. Absolutely. <laughs> no question. No matter where you are. Yeah. Um, so, Jim arrives at the hospital too late, and he, like, can feel that the energy's different, mm-hmm. or maybe well, he's, he's an heard empath. something. I guess so. <laughs> and he's like, we announced his birth on air, got a good boost in pledges piece of shit like that's the first yeah. thing you're saying about your kid and then he's like but something depraved taints this day so tammy faye confesses her little little dry, dry hump session like it was a full affair i mean not it was definitely like not a not super chill not cool super thing chill. to do <laughs> i'd not be like super thrilled with my spouse no i guess at that point you would consider it cheating but like right. but like anyway like i don't know yeah. it was just but that was, like, maybe, like, we had talk about this later type of a deal. Like, let's just look at our baby now. Yeah. Anyways, so uh, Jim freezes her out for a while um, before deciding that he's decided to forgive her. But I think, you know, I need you to apologize to the partners, which is the donors. So I could not bitch, believe get on air. that was sadistic. I want to know, I didn't actually look this up, but, like, I think that there was some confession type thing. Yeah, a lot of this stuff's on YouTube. But were they, was she actually, like, admitting that it was infidelity, or was she sort of talking around it? Like, she was like, I almost ruined my marriage. I was one of the worst times in my life. I don't know, we should look up that footage. Yeah, because I wonder if it was like, I sort of let my relationship with God slip. Yeah. And then I was... Not myself, you know? Yeah. Kind of narratives where it's like, okay, sis, like... Well, it's just so weird that he made her, like, self-flagellate like that. Mm-hmm. I think because he knew it would be... Right. A huge uptick in money, right? Right. Yeah. Disgusting. Oh, I know. Everything he did was, like... This is, like... This is the blueprint for the LeBrants. Yes. Oh, God. Absolutely. Yeah. They... The bakers walked so the LeBrants could absolutely wow. sprint. That is so true. They were, like, their own influencer channel. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah, so uh, Jerry Falwell comes back in the scene. He's like, hey, we need to talk about who we're supporting in the next election. It's going to be Bush. (laughs) And he's like, I don't know, man. Pat said he was going to run. And he's like, no, it's Bush. Yeah, whole time. Just Tammy's out there at that very moment (laughs) having a conversation with a gay pastor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. On screen. Yeah. And... uh, he was an AIDS patient, so she was mm-hmm. asking him questions about his AIDS. Like, being very... When she says, like, how are your how are you, your relationship with your parents? And he was like, oh, they're great. You know, they're very supportive. And she was like, I just think that's wonderful. The most important thing is to be with our kids wherever they go. Yeah, that's really like, sweet. That's really sweet, Tammy Faye. Um, 
anyway, so she's looking full ridiculous at this point. <laughs> Absolute clown. <laughs> Silliest that makeup style. <laughs> like she had been such a pretty girl, and then it's like you just it's a like, little tweak uh, here, a little tweak there. <laughs> it's so upsetting, honestly. <laughs> really, it's like if you haven't seen what Tammy Faye Baker looked like, like go look it up it's words will not do the situation justice but it's like she just sort of lost all sense of proportion it's like when women start getting like a little bit of work done and a little bit of work done until it's like what (laughs) this vaguely resembles a human face giving very like cock destroyer type beat (laughs) all the right ingredients but the proportions are just very wild. Yeah. Um, Miss Piggy. <laughs> I cannot, I wonder how face. much time she spent on her makeup every day. I honestly, I want to watch the documentary that was called The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Yeah, this movie is allegedly based on the documentary, which okay. to me, I'm like, you can just say it's based on Tammy. But like, I want to know, how long did it take her to get ready every day with all that? They yeah. did say at the beginning that she had her eyeliners, her eyebrows, and her lip liner tattooed, tattooed. on. A shocking thing that Granny never did. <laughs> That we know of. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so she, um, what were we saying? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So Pat Robertson, blah, blah, blah. They have to support Bush. Jerry Falwell basically is like, They're, you're making how much money? And um, shocked by that, seems like it's getting his gears a turn in. Makes me, makes it sort of seem later on that. He was like, I knew then that they were doing something shady because the newspapers come in and start like, what's going, how, where is all this money coming from? Yeah. And kind of basically figure out that they're being fraudulent and like, they're, they're like not taxed as a church. So they just like, yeah, just are making, well, they were basically like robbing Peter to pay Paul, right? I think so. Because it seems like a lot of their projects were contingent on other projects. Right, right. Because they had this like big, um, like theme park thing. Christian theme park. Yeah. Which I, I don't know if this was, and maybe I talked about this last week. I don't know if I'm misremembering this as like a viral clip or if they talked about it on VH1 one time or something, but there was a clip that I remember seeing on TV of Jerry Falwell going down a water slide in his suit. Oh, yes. Where, was that on like maybe I Love the 80s or something? Maybe. Yeah. That would make sense. Yeah. That would be where I would have seen it, I bet. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's available on YouTube, but it's part of like a 40-minute video. I mean, wild. There's so much footage of them. All of them. A good deep dive that maybe we should spend yeah. some time on this year. Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps after this. Yeah, absolutely. I find her to be a very compelling figure. Um, anyways, Jim and Tammy's relationship is not in a great spot. In, on the rocks. Pretty bad. Uh, oh, no. The thing that comes out in the papers is the rape. Oh, that's my what it was. God. Yes. So, so this is also... Okay, and then I skipped over a scene, but there's a scene where, like... The debt situation is pretty bad. Yeah. Um, so they asked to refinance or something, and the guy that comes in is, um, oh, God, what was her? <coughs> Roe Messner. Roe Messner. Yeah. It, okay. Who the movie just doesn't care to mention at all ends up being Tammy Faye's second husband. Yes. Yeah, they didn't mention that. Nor did they mention that the alleged rape the hush money was paid by Roe. <gasps> he was involved in yeah, that? Yeah, I think so, if I am if I read Wikipedia correctly. Gross. Yeah. I think Tammy. He, he was a little more complicit in the whole thing than you would think, So, which, which I will Tammy, say... why can't you run with a better crowd, girl? I know. I, 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 I like Tammy Faye's whole vibe, but I do wonder if this movie was a little Peggy Sue about her. Oh, I think absolutely. I think she knew more than they're letting on. Yeah. And yeah. the way that it ended was her, like, at a real down bad kind of moment when she was, like extremely destitute but i'm not really sure how long she was in that situation if she married roe messner yeah like i think she may have kind of always had some money she ended up having a decent amount of money at the end yeah. i think but anyway she um they she and jim have a fight where they say some pretty unchill things to each other yeah that you just cannot take back um and well, well, i don't remember what it was like he says something to her like she's like a bottomless pit and that he can never no, nobody would ever 
be enough for you. Like He's like, look at this ministry that I built for us. And she was like, you built for you, Jim. And um, then he like starts yelling at her like, you know, this is all for you and you like need so much stuff and you mm-hmm. have such expensive tastes and like blah, blah, blah. And um, anyways, basically it's like y'all are going to have to get divorced. So yeah. Jerry Falwell comes in and is like, I want to help like clean up the situation for you guys. So y'all are going to take some time away from the network. And then when you come back, you'll have this like big apologetic special. And they did all that. But then Jerry Falwell, something, I guess something else happens. And he's like, I want to know what your going away price would be. Like what, I guess he was on the board or something. Mm -hmm. So that he's like, how much would y'all need to just get completely out of the operation? And so they document like what they would need, what they need to like set them up for life, like material goods, like housekeepers, whatever, and then cash. And Jerry is a snake in the grass. And he mm-hmm. just turns around and presents all of that live on air. And he's like, does this sound like people who are in the ministry for the right reasons? I watched that. Fake friend. I saw that. Uh, that what did they ask for? It was like a lot of money, right? It was, um, yeah, it was a salary of like 300 or 400,000 for Jim and then like 150 for Tammy. I mean. Um, and yeah, and then they wanted like salaried help <coughs> and all this stuff. They were, they, they were kind of confusing about this in the movie, but they were living in Palm Springs at that point, I think. Okay. okay. They, had a, they had multiple homes, but they had a big-ass home in Palm Springs. Wow. Yeah. It do take nerve. <laughs> do take nerve. <laughs> so, um, Jim goes to prison. Yeah. Jail, girl. <laughs> and Tammy's like, I do need a divorce from I'm you, so though. I'm so sorry. But turns out it wasn't just this woman that he had raped, but apparently he had had homosexual advances yeah so basically he becomes absolutely toxic nobody wants to talk to him (laughs) nobody wants to be associated we have to remove toxic from the community yep the fact that this man is now still on christian television is he yeah jim baker's still on tv Uh uh-huh girl he's got he's a prepper he's like a real big prepper type oh real big trump guy yeah Oh, no. Still on the Tiwi with his second wife. Not the Tiwi. That's what Miracle calls <laughs> I know. it. It just, like, it throws me off every you time. You gotta see his second wife. She's, she's... Let me she's see. She's got a little bit of restraint that Tammy Faye didn't have, but, you know, there, but for the grace of God, you know. That, wow. He, he has a type. So, yeah. Imagine marrying Jim Baker. I know. That was a choice. That was a real... But anyway, so Tammy Faye... Um, she also got a little pill problem there for a she's while. She's got a real pill problem. She did. <laughs> Passed out on air. That's right. Oh, yeah. That was... Yeah. That was stressful for me. Yes. She had to go to rehab. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the end, she's like living in an apartment complex. The shittiest place you've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Can't seem to get a job. She tries pitching a TV show about teens. Tammy's terrific teens. I would have watched that. What a cutie patootie. (laughs) And I thought it was really sweet. She, like, overhears some teenage boys in her apartment complex, like, Mm -hmm. making fun of her. And she, like, turns around and goes, like, hi, I'm Tammy Faye. You're welcome to talk about me, but at least I feel like we should introduce ourselves to each other. And then she, like, gives them her headshots, which I was, like, sweet. She's, like, sure, people are going to laugh at me. All right. So what? (laughs) You know? Um, But then she gets invited by a former producer from PTL to perform at an Oral Roberts event. And she hasn't gotten to sing live in a real long time. Bleak. So, she does. Mm -hmm. And there was something she said that I thought was really sweet. I can't remember. She was, like, talking to herself in the mirror about, like, like, you can do it. And I don't remember. God. It was really cute. She's just, like, I was, like, it was, like, a little peek into her self-talk. And then they show her singing, I can't, maybe it was the same song from before, but she, like, camp moment, turns yeah, into, the, like, an angel, choir. <laughs> and, like, flies off the screen. <laughs> it was a very goofy way to end that movie. <laughs> Man. Yeah. I had a great time with that movie. I really enjoyed it. Absolutely. Really New question. a fun flick. What a good time. So, next week... We are going to join the conversation mm-hmm. 
because there's We're a leveraging hot our new political show. instincts as youths. Absolutely. And, um, <laughs> and just like taking the conversation. Yeah, you know, we know this is about to be a big viral hit, this program. Mm-hmm. The Gilded Age on HBO. Mm-hmm. So Everyone is talking about it. Everyone's talking about it. So the first episode actually aired tonight. It's got Cynthia Nixon in it. Busy woman this. Yes. <laughs> Busy wrecking Steve's life. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. So we get to see her on our TV screen twice in the next two weeks. Like, wow. each week. That's Anyways. so much Cynthia Nixon. <laughs> yeah, it is. But I'm excited about this because it's Edith Wharton times. Yeah. So. It's going to be a good time. Oh, yeah. Everyone's I'm ready. talking about it. There's like, so I guess we might actually challenges. be able to hit the first two episodes. Because... Well, no. Oh, wait. They're on Mondays. Never mind. So we wouldn't be able to watch the... Yeah. Since we record. Anyways. Tricky. Tricky, tricky. So we'll just watch the first one. But anyways, yeah. We'll watch that with us or don't. But we hope you'll join us and listen to our shenanigans, I guess. All right. All right. Material girl. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)